0: Hello everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. And yo, I I tell you what, uh, a lot of people have been asking me since uh, the 100th episode. And first and foremost, you know, I'm just so happy to say that, you know, the 100th episode went about as, you know, great as anybody could have ever asked, man. Um, You know, just to be able to, you know have the amount of support that I had from my friends that came, um, then also to be able to, you know, get the support of um people per- purchasing merchandise and, and really just coming out to have a good time and bowling with just me, man, and, and my friends. And, you know, especially at a time like a pandemic that we had, you know, there wasn't many opportunities for us to do that. And, you know, I just, you know, first and foremost want to say that, it just felt good to just get out there and just be normal for a little bit. Um, you know, just to see, you know, Jeffrey smiling, uh, putting his bowling shoes on, getting strikes. Or, you know, Lou telling me to go look over at his lanes because, you know, he was striking. Um, the amount of fan support that, um, you know, really that I, that I had there, it, it, just, it just means the world, man. And, you know, like I said, whether you're listening in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, It just, like I said, I I just can't explain just how much it means to have you guys support every week. And, And it may get redundant, but you know, when you look back at it, and especially when I just started. It seems almost, wow, over two years ago, you know, I never would have thought that I would have been able to get to 100 episodes, let alone to have an event as successful as that 100th episode was. But like I said, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, well, what's next? You know, how can you top the, you know, the 100th episode or, you know, what's going to be next on the horizon? And, you know, reflectively, one of the things that I think about all the time is just how I can get better and what are some of the things that, you know, have went well that we can do again and I truly believe with the the amount of people that showed out for the 100th episode, the amount of participation we had, um, I would definitely uh, say that we're going to have another live event, you know, upcoming in, the, in the, the future. Because I think that, you know, when we talk about what's next, I also want to talk about what are the things that we would like to see. And, you know, to, to have those live performances where we had you know over 30 40 people there watching a live recording of the show you know that's something that i can definitely get used to doing and hopefully we can do again in the future um but like i said i want to thank everybody that was a guest on the show um, we had about 11 <laughs> guests you know broke records as far as you know just how many guests we had on one episode at a time but um you know this show is constantly moving forward and we're moving forward with the people that you know support this show man um, So if you're out there, tuned in, whether you're uh, Twan on our Instagram live stream, Brienne who made this incredible bowling shirt for me. Uh, The past week I've been wearing it, and I've been getting nothing but people saying how they want to make production of this. You know, saying, hey, let me see some more of those. But, you know, I say this, um, you know, Brienne, you did something very special for me in making that shirt. So I want to keep that special and uh, have that just for me. So, you know, I appreciate that. And um, just like I said, you know, we never know what's going to be coming on the horizon. I talked to my boy Tim and, you know, really got some great creative ideas uh, on the upcoming future on the OGs that we want to release here. So, you know, like I said, guys, you got to got to stay tuned uh, because we got some great things coming up for you on this talk that talk show. And, you know, like I said, it doesn't stop at the hundred episodes. You know, I wouldn't be myself or this talk that talk show wouldn't be the podcast that it is, if we took a week off, if we just, you know, stopped at a hundred episodes and said, ah, oh, you know, we got it, fuck it, this is cool now, like, nah, we're we are some, you know, this this, this entity, this, this talk, that talk show, this brand, you know, I've built it from the ground up and, you know, this isn't the ceiling, you know, I, I wanna continue going forward and whether you're Gr- John Green on our Facebook live stream, you know, we're constantly welcoming new people and new guests to the show. So, you know, continue to stay tuned and, you know, like I said, we've been at over 13,000 13, downloads, not for nothing. You know, um, it's been through hard work, dedication, and consistency. And that same consistency is what's going to take us far beyond, like um, I think who was like Tim said, into the thousand episodes. So, you no, know, we got a great show lined up for you guys today. Um, first and foremost, another thing that I wanted to talk about too, which has been huge, um, was. The fact of, you know, a lot of times I was actually talking to my boy Admiral about this before, but sometimes it's so difficult for us to accept change or to embrace change or, you know, to take the steps that you need to to get that change. And I'd seen that, you know, through the uh, pandemic, you know, it gave us a lot of excuse or reason to be excused as to not take our physical health seriously. And I know for me personally, you know, I was somebody that loves eating and eating out and you know, it was tough for me to take that first step to go into the gym, but um, you know, I weighed myself. You know, in January, I think it was like January 25th, and I stepped on the scale and I saw that the number was way out of my comfort range and what I would have felt, you know, happy with. So, you know, when I looked at that scale and I saw 240 plus, I'm like, whoa, man, what what is going on? But um, you know, it, it you know, it's sometimes for certain people, it takes those reactions or those, uh, situations that happen to hope to, to spark the change or to get us to move it in that right direction. And I remember just looking at myself, uh, trying to tie my shoe at the bowling alley. And I'm like, damn, why does this hurt to tie my shoe? And I was like, yo, this isn't something that I'm used to. And this isn't something that I want to, you know, continue with. So, you know, I made that pact that I was going to, you know, go hard in the gym and I was going to keep going. Um, and, Yesterday, I had hit one of my goals to where, you know, I made it under the 225 range, so, you know, I was very happy about that, but like I said, when I, you know, celebrated or, you know, said that to my group chat, you know, shout out to my boy Theo, you know, he was very, you know, encouraging as well, too, but he said, you know, keep grinding, and I think that same, you know, um, that same sentiment applies not only just to this weight loss journey that I've been trying to go through as well, but also it you know, relates to this whole podcast where, you know, you've hit a goal in, you know, making it to 100 episodes or I've hit a goal where making it under 225 pounds. And, you know, it's so easy to say, okay, I did it, now what? But, you know, especially on a day like today where I had absolute zero desire to go to the gym, um, I was playing video games for most of the day and wasn't exactly my most productive, but, um, you know, I found it within myself to go out there and get it done. And I think that in that same sentiment on an episode like tonight where, you know, we had all the hoopla. I had um, Tim who commented on the, uh, the status earlier saying, you know, can't you give us a break from the hundredth episode? I mean, we went so hard, but, you know, that, th- that wouldn't be the talk that I'd talk show. that wouldn't be me as a person. If I just stopped that, you know, that one goal that I've had, you know, I, I'm the, I'm somebody that want to keep pushing forward with my goals And I'm going to die trying to reach those goals, man. Um, There's nothing that's going to be able to stop me. And I think that in the same sentiment um, that, you know, Chris's father has said before that in bowling, the only person that can beat you is yourself. You know, I feel that that same thing applies to us, you know, in life as well, too, to where, you know, sometimes we can make things a little bit harder than what they need to be. Or, you know, we could make a situation a little bit bigger than, you know, make a, I think i say make a mountain out of a molehill or something like that. But, um, you know, it's it's human nature, but the, the biggest thing and the biggest takeaway is just, you know, trying to maintain, you know, your core values, uh, staying positive, staying, um, you know, just ready to seize all opportunities, and you just never know what can happen, man, so... You know, like I said, I, I'm staying hungry with this journey as far as this podcasting, as far as this weight loss journey goes. And like I said, um, it, it, it doesn't stop there. And, you know, I think the main thing upon, you know, making sure that it doesn't stop there or when we do reach our goals is to set more goals or to set more attainable goals as well, too. So I think for me, a, a good benchmark for me was the fact that, you know, I want to make sure I'm under 200 by my birthday. You know, it's great to appreciate the little wins and, you know, those little wins help us to get to that journey. I mean, you can't make it to the NBA finals without having a positive record in the regular season, right? So, you know, along that same lines um – you know, I just want to continue to set those benchmarks. And, you know, even when you th- listen to the show and, you know, think about how you can apply it to yourself, you know, just think about what it is, what's the priorities in your life or what are the things that you're looking forward to doing the most or, you know, what have you not been able to do? And then try and prioritize, you know, those action steps or those action plans to get to that goal where you need to be. And, you know, especially for this podcast, I, you know, some goals that I have is, you know, I want to do another off-site, um, off-site recording of this show. You know, I would love to have uh, a couple more guests on the show, like where we had about like five guests on the show. Um, I want to make it to two hundred episodes. I want to get to over twenty-five thousand downloads. You know, these are all attainable goals, but also goals that are going to take time. And I think that, especially in our generation, a lot of people are so accepting, or they want. The, the results quickly, you know, they want this instantaneous results, I think that it's, you know, especially with social media where, you know, you can directly reach out to somebody and they can reach out to you just like this, you know, it's the same, same way, whereas, you know, on that same, you know, realm of just being able to reach out and have those instantaneous uh, uh, reactions or those positive reactions that we look for when we're working but, you know, some of those things take time and, and the grind happens I was talking to my boy Jose today and he was saying about, damn, cuz, like you know, just to get to 100 episodes, you know, that's over two years now, and that's a fact, man, and, you know, it, it's the, the great things that you want and, and a lot of the best things, they take time, and you got to put the time and effort into to cultivate them. You know, plants just don't grow, you know, just within the next day. You know, those seeds take, you know, a lot of cultivation. They take, uh, you know, heat, uh, energy. The light, water, all that stuff. There's so much that comes in together to making something rise and to grow. So in that same sentiment, you got to put that same energy and all those consisting forces to get what you want out of it, man. And I think that, you know, with setting those benchmarks, you know, it's just going to create for those a future for yourself that that you're going to be happy with. And I I can say that, uh, you know, I've been grinding hard. Um, May not exactly be at the 100% mark that I want to be. But instead of, you know, focusing on what you don't have, you got to focus on the things that are in front of you, what you do have. And what I do have is a great support system. You know, I got a great show here. Um, I got great resources and people that are willing to help me and, and, and to believe in me. And when you have those things and you can take advantage of those positively, you know, sky's the limit, man. And one of the things that you guys may know me for as well, too, is my video gaming prowess, per se. I want to give a big shout out to my boy Robin and Theo. And um, I think we were, we were playing with Twan as well, too. But um, we got a win on the Warzone early. Shout out to my boy Peter as well, too. But um, you know, I love that game, Warzone. But I have to say, when I hopped on the box, the one thing that I was very surprised about was seeing that not, not the majority of the people that we're friends with in our party we're not playing Warzone. It was a struggle to try and get four people to play because the game that everybody seemed to be playing, and I'm not sure everybody knows, but MLB The Show 21 has came out. And uh, if you got that Jackie Robinson e- edition, you know you get to play early here on Friday. Um, you know, just based off of what I've heard, you know, it really looks like they revamped that Diamond Dynasty. My boy Peter was raving about the different challenges that you could be playing as. And just, um, I think he was also talking about how real the backflip flip from Fernando Tatis looks. So, you know, I'm one of those people that um, I really do like MLB The Show. Uh, earlier on, it was the sole reason why I had a PS4, but um, it's definitely going to be one of those games that you're going to wa- want to watch out for on your radar because I've seen it on my own friends list myself that a lot of people are gravitating towards it. I think we uh, already got our league set up. It's called uh, Spicy Talk, I think it is. So I'm going to be excited to play some games there. But um, I definitely wanted to give you guys some tips out there for if you are just starting out playing the game of MLB, the show. um, I think that, and I'll get to this at the end of the show, um, but one of the guys I golfed with uh, earlier you know, he tried to give me some tips, and he tried to give it in, I think he says, like, bite size. So you want to give, you know, people small tips or little tidbits that they can easily take with them and apply directly, right? So, you know, these two tips I'm going to give you. And, Rob, please tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, Rob Rowegan,? all right? Uh, and you too, Jeff. But I'm going to give you guys two tips, and these are two reasons why people lose the most in MLB The Show 21, all right? First things up. You must be patient at the plate, all right? If you're trying to go up there, and and yes, this is a video game, but a lot of people don't realize is MLB The Show 21 is such a great simulation video game. It's very realistic. It even goes down to the point where you may throw a strike over the strike zone, and they'll call it a ball because they have the real, um, I think they try to call it realism with managers and, um, you know, with the umpire system. So I think that really adds to it as well, too, and, Rewards you for being patient at the plate, and I think that the sooner that you can uh, realize that you got, you can only swing at those pitches in the strike zone. All right, I'm I'm somebody I love throwing dirt balls. I love hitting you with that curveball down low where you even don't even have a chance of swinging right and hitting contact. Rob says stop swinging at everything. You know you got to really calculate it if you're going into a a, a, a two one count sit on that fastball, all right? Maybe see if you're looking for something in the strike zone. Uh, if you're if you're on one-two, you know, you got to realize that, you know, somebody's going to be potentially trying to strike you out. So don't be so quick just to protect the plate and swing, all right? I think that's the the, the the main reason how you can separate a good MLB, the show player, and somebody that's just playing this as like an arcade game. Don't swing at everything. And the second thing, this is the second biggest thing, That'll get you outs, and this is the way that people lose all the time at MLB The Show. You must have smart base running. How many times have you seen someone try to stretch out a double and, you know, they they get thrown out at second? Your next guy up hits a double. That would have scored your your runner if you hadn't tried to push it to two, Right. Uh, a lot of times people try to steal on every single pitch. You can't do this. This is a simulation game. You got to try and pick your pick and choose your battles when it comes to the base running in MLB The Show. And I think that, you know, if you can limit those mistakes on the base path and you're able to make solid contact, you know, you're going to find yourself on the winning end of a lot of MLB The Show games. And, you know, please, don't just skip the cutscenes. I think the main thing that we do is we, we constantly hit that X button or that A button when uh, it's the cutscenes in between games. We constantly talking about the graphics and how good they are. Appreciate them, all right? Let's appreciate that time that um, you know PlayStation Studios took out to make an awesome baseball game for us. And just how big is it that this game is finally on Xbox? I know my boy Jeffrey is happy, and a lot of my Xbox people are out there are super happy, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be someone that's going to purchase the game for uh, PS5, and the reason why I say this is this, right? Uh, when you have a game that was specifically almost made for the PlayStation, right? I mean, I want to be able to play that game for how it was originally supposed to be played. And, you know, I see that um, a great example is that was when we had Cyberpunk, and how that was a PC game, but the port tried to happen on uh, the console, and it was trash, you know? So I think in that same way, uh, if you have that PS5 or you have that PlayStation, you have the option of getting it for that, I would strongly suggest getting the show for that PlayStation option because that's what it was made for, all right? Don't put square pegs in circle holes, all right? But um, I think the next thing that... um we got to talk about is, you know, what is next? And I think, you know, we're following that same uh, theme of, you know, well, what's next? What's next on the agenda? You know, you already got this. Well, what's next? And I think the big thing that we do have to talk about is a huge change that was made to the NBA, and that happens to be the playoff system, all right? And in the NBA playoff system, we have a different thing where – we now have a play in tournament, and this is kind of exciting, guys. I mean, I know when you talk about more games, obviously, what does it mean for the NBA? More money. But I think a uh, uh, bottom line, and not just that is the precursor, but you know the fact of the matter is is that you know we're finally getting a chance to give those you know borderline teams as we saw the success with the first four in with the NCAA tournament. So why not try to apply that here in the NBA? Some of those 9-10 teams are quality teams that don't make it. Look in the Western Conference how many times you had teams way over 500 that didn't make it or didn't get a chance. So for those of you that don't know, here's going to be the new playoff scenario. The 7-8 and eight seed are going to play each other, all right? The winner of the 7-8 game gets the 7 seed, all right? Then the 9-10 and 10 seed are going to play a game, and the winner of that game will play the loser of 7-8. And, win- and the loser of 7-8 and the winner of 9-10 will get the eighth seed. I know that's a lot to, to handle what I just told you right now. But listen, what you need to know is the ninth and tenth seed have a potential spot at getting the eighth seed. And if you are a seventh seed, you could potentially find yourself out of the playoffs if you lose two of these playing games. So what does that mean? It's very simple, guys. Stay out of the play-in range, all right? If you're a Knicks fan, we should be hoping for this Knicks team to stay out of that 7 or 8 seed, all right? All right. Especially in the Eastern Conference where everything is so tightly contested, right. the Knicks are only a game and a half out of 4th seed. So when you talk about this and you talk about the the importance of these games moving into the regular season – it's not just about trying to make the playoffs for the Knicks. It's about staying out of that playing tournament because those that I'm telling you right now, especially in a time now where we don't exactly have uh experience in this playing tournament, we don't know exactly what it is that, to expect. Just like in the same regard with the play, uh with the NCAA tournament. You got plenty of upsets and these are professionals that you're giving a chance at this play-in tournament. So when you're giving your professionals a second crack at the playoffs, they're going to be trying to take your block off. And I tell you this, the Knicks are going to want to stay out of the play-in game or anywhere around that because that, I tell you what, it's going to be very interesting, it's going to be very exciting, and I want to see, you know, just what happens with that because, you know, I would hate to be a seven seed. You fight all season just to make it to the playoffs, and you're in the 7th seed you lose a tough one, say you lose a buzzer beater. Now you got to try and maybe potentially go on the road and, and, and win a game just to get an AC. seed. You know, that sounds ludicrous, but, you know, the, the NBA's got it right. They know what they're doing, and they definitely have added some excitement. Now let's see if they can add some spice back to the slam dunk contest, right? But um, one thing that I definitely also wanted to talk about, too, you might see me sporting my Raritan Landing shirt Um. You know, I've definitely grown into um, enjoying the game of golf for sure, you know, going out there and getting some reps, whether it be, um, you know, at Raritan Landing or with my boy Admiral. But, um, you know, I've really taken this, you know, going back into the weight loss thing, but – just really taking golf as an opportunity as another step towards exercise, you know, not going to use that um, golf cart, but walking the course. You know, these are all things that have definitely led to, uh, you know, me finding out what it is like, what I do enjoy and getting some fun, creative ways to exercise. But, you know, one of the things that I do enjoy about golfing, you know, I don't mind just going out there. Um, but what I will say is, th- is that is that I do enjoy meeting new people. You know, um, every time I've went to go golfing, um, you know, I've met new people. And and it's been really an enjoyment to see, you know, the different types of golfers that there is out there and different types of tips that they can give you as well, too. And this guy, I think his name was Tim. Uh, Yeah, his name was Tim as well, too. Shout out to him. But um, one of the things that he had talked to me about, and I think he was a Vietnam guy, so I told him thank you for his service. But, um, you know, he really was somebody that wasn't afraid to share the knowledge or to share information. And I think that um, one of the things that he really talked about and why he said he enjoyed golfing with me was that I was somebody to him that uh, he could give advice to or he could give feedback. He told me this one thing about, you know, putting the ball on, like, my left nut Excuse what I, you know, but that's what he told me in, in t- as far as alignment goes. And just, you know, a little thing about, you know, straightening out the shoulders and, you know, trying to use the toe as a little bit of advantage when you get through the, the uh, follow through on your swing. And I saw that, you know, directly I was able to see results. And I was, you know, bogeying holes and parring holes and getting really good drives off the tee. And you know you might not be a golfer, you might not know those things, but you know I tell this story to say that you know it, it, it really is a skill as far as listening. All right? A lot of us can talk and communicate, but it, it's it 's definitely a skill to be able to listen and One of the things that I did was I, I truly listened to the advice that he was given to me, and I directly applied it, and I saw the results from you know listening and seeing this guy that had more experience than me and I saw that it helped me. And in the same way that I try to give, you know, each of you guys out there, you know, those little tidbits or these little bite-sized things that you can take with you to apply to your life, here I had somebody on the opposite end trying to, you know, give it to me through golf. And I think that, you know, I say that to say that we always and it says listening vibes. Yeah, 100% you got to have mega listening vibes and you got to also be able to uh, present yourself for potential opportunities. I didn't know this guy from a can of paint, but at the end of the round, he was asking for my number because he wanted to give me a set of golf clubs. And, you know, I never asked this guy for that. All I did was listen to what he said, directly applied it. And here he was respecting me through not only the positive outcomes that I had in the game of golf, but just the fact that I listened to him, um, you know, he was a, he was a talker. I mean, granted there were some shots that I'm on the tee box where I'm like, all right, man, I'm trying to shoot this shot, but you never know what effect you know, can have when you listen to people and hear them out, man. And you know, I'm not saying that, you know, to golf with this guy, I, I just wanted the golf clubs cause I had no idea that he wanted to give me these clubs. All I'm saying is when you, you know, go out with positive intentions You go out trying to have a good time and you're receptive to new information. Positive outcomes are bound to come your way, man. And, you know, I think that, you know, before I, you know, go into this last bit of the review and what I said I wanted to do, um, you know, I, I think that I said it earlier on in the show, but it's so easy to get caught up in the things that we don't have. And it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, just how far we don't think we are, you know, in a journey And, you know, it's very good to 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 see that and to uh, understand that. But it's another thing to let that hold you back. And I think that, you know, if you're able to appreciate these little things and you're able to uh, appreciate the process, trust the process, um, you know, give and give energy to, you know, mutually invested people as well, too. You know, I think that, um, you know, not only just, you know, with dating or just with friendship wise, you know, when you don't have, you know, a symbiotic relationship where things are going both ways, it can be draining, it can be taxing and it can be toxic. So, you know, I think that, um, it's definitely important to, to give your energy or, um, to be very directed with where you give your energy because, um, it's one of those, I think we say, non-renewable resources because, you know, you could tell when your energy is depleted. You go to sleep, you can't do it no more, right? So I would say that energy sometimes is not that non-renewable resource. So when you have that commodity, which is the thing, is the lifeline to your body, you got to be very, very precious and very... Um, directed as far as where you put that energy to and you know we have like this thing with our friends you know shout out to my boy Peter as well too but we're always talking about positive vibes and radiating those positive vibes and it's literally not just a saying it's something I truly believe and I feel like you know had I not radiated those positive vibes it was not the embodiment of what I want to see out of the vibes of people positively. I think that I would have had such a successful hundredth episode where people came from, you know, flown in, drove in, um, to to come support a live podcast. I mean, it's crazy when you think about it, but you know, I did that shit, and I couldn't have done it without the support of Carl or without the support of Ishabod Crane, uh, without you know the support of my people on the Facebook live stream. But, you know, it's so easy to to get caught up on, oh, well, this person didn't show up or, oh, this person isn't tuned into the show this week. Um, I can only concern myself with the people that want to be here and that, you know, want to spend their energy with me and want to invest their energy with me. And, and it's mutually with me, and I think that you know that's why consistently I have to come here every single Friday and give you guys the show that you guys want to hear, man. Because you know if I wouldn't, I'd be a I'd be a fraud. Uh, my boy says Barry's spitting right now. Yeah. Hey, I can only be myself, Tyree. You know, but um, you know, please invest your energy in, in the right places and, and really think about that, man. Because you know it's it, it's something that. Can be so draining, but at the same time, it can be so infusing. When you surround yourself around the right people, you know it, it's just almost like you know a shot in the arm. Like you're just ready to go, and um, you know that's why I just try to keep myself around positive people, and, and you know, like I said, radiate those vibes that I hope to receive as well too. Um, and, and with that, you know, I, I got to thank my brother um, because at, at first I, I I didn't even think about it. And, you know, he said on the show last week, that, and and, and I know that he's very sentimental, um, you know, he said last week that he wore the OG3, because that was the first shirt that we wore at our tournament. So, he knows what I like to drink, and, you know, I think that um, one of the things that we try to do and we try to challenge ourselves with is doing new things and trying different things, and, you know, we've done a beer review for a while, but... You know, I, like I said, I wanna really talk about it and do the things that we wanna do and and enjoy the things that I like to enjoy, right? And one of the things that my brother got for me, and if you guys don't know, he got me some Johnny Walker blue label. Guys, this is the easiest way to parry's heart alright. It's a little bit of Johnny Walker blue label. But you know, thank you, Tyree, for uh, that man. But um you know, I definitely you know, for our drink review for today. Um, I'm gonna be having a shot of uh, Johnny Walker Blue with you guys. Um, if you could open this for me here Dan. Um, but yeah, if you guys have your drinks out there, you know get them primed and readied up. Um, thank you to everybody that tunes into this show each and every week. Um, this talk that talk show continues to grow. Um, our fan base continues to, to rise. Uh, Brienne Pearson cheer- gives us the cheers mugs. I don't know if you got some wine or you got some beer out there, but put that drink up. But, um, you know, we're going to continue to to push forward. And like I said, you know, you never know when you do the right things. You know, you never know who's going to be out there to uh, appreciate that. And you never know who's going to be out there listening or, or tuning in. And, you know, I'm not saying just with podcasting, but applying it to your guys' life as well, too. Um, you never know who's out there thinking about you, so, you know, just make sure that you carry yourself in a positive manner, and, you know, you never know what might come your way. I mean, I ne- I did not expect for my brother to come through with my favorite bottle. You know, I had, like, people like my, my boy Carl, who hooked me up with some beautiful tequila. Um, I had people that gave me some beautiful beer, but, um, you know, it meant something to have, you know, my brother, my ace in the hole, my my... My right hand man to come here and give me what I like, you know. So, everybody out there, uh, please put your drink up. My boy, um, my boy Jeff said, No chaser. You're right, man. I will have no chaser. I got you, bro. Um, but yeah, this is out here um, for those people that don't know. This is a, a scotch whiskey. Um, it comes in varying degrees. The blue label is the highest label you can go. Um, the big bottles. Look it up. You will know how much they go for. But uh, when I was bartending, um, we would be bartending late nights, man. And I'm talking about nights where, you know, you're you're closing out a party, and the party might close at four, but you still gotta uh, do setup, clean up, and you got breakfast. Cause I was working in a hotel, so you gotta do breakfast for the next morning at six, and you're leaving when the light, you know, when the morning's up. So. You know, to get you through sometimes, you know, the manager would, would uh tell us, you know, we appreciate you and uh we're gonna let you drink the good stuff. So every time I did a major event I made sure the manager brought out the blue label. So, you know, if you ever get a chance to, um don't break don't break this out just on a Tuesday just because, you know, It's just fucking Tuesday, right? You got to break this out for some celebratory stuff. And, um, you know, I got to celebrate just the fact that I got real people on my side. Um, You know, we made it to 100 episodes. But, like I said, it doesn't stop at 100 episodes. It continues to go on. And, you know, like I said, I'm going to die trying to chase my dreams, man. Uh, Nothing's going to be able to stop me, yo. And, you know, I think that when you have that type of mentality... You know, the sky's the limit, man. So, please, guys, believe in yourself. Uh, Don't limit yourself as well, too. And appreciate the little wins out there. You know, life is hard enough. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. So, cheers up, guys. And let's have a shot together. Here we go. Ooh. Eee. I tell you what. That Johnny goes down smooth, but... I, I, you know, that first shot of the day, it always gets you, man. It always puts a little warm hair on your chest. But um, like I said, before I close out the show, I definitely also want to share with you all that we were able to break the slump. I had a, a horrible start to the week in bowling on um, <laughs> on Tuesday. I bowled an absolute dog shit. And then I came on Wednesday at Greenbrook to bowl a 500. And um, you know, that's really humbling, man. But, um, you know, a lot of times you you come out and have something horrible like that and just like, all right, I ain't going back out no more. I'm, especially when you're getting waxed on Warzone, you might turn it off. But I came back on Thursday and, um, you know, they asked me to sub. Shout out to my boy Steven Baum, man. And I go out there and shoot 610. Now, would 610 be the highest that I've ever rolled? No. But especially coming off two performances where you do subpar and you're absolute dog shit. You know, it it means something to to rise above that and to really go out and grind and, and get that outcome, even though you haven't been bowling your best or even though, you know, taken away from bowling, you might not have been doing your best as to what you were trying to go towards. So, you know, the main thing is just stick with it, you know, be consistent, Uh, you know, try and put the work in, put the effort in, and, you know, good outcomes will come. I think that um, if I didn't go out there on Thursday... This slump could be continuing into next week, so don't wait for tomorrow. What you can do today, guys, be resilient, and above all, do it for yourself. All right. I think it's so easy also to get caught up in doing things to uh, not please other people, but to you know, to 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 do a, a different good above yourself. And and the main thing, and this is how you are able to create that sustainable success or those sustainable successful outcomes, is just you know being able to do it for yourself and do it for the right reasons. So as long as your intrinsic you know motivations are in the right places, guys. Like I said, the sky is the limit, man. So you know when you ask me what's next for this talk that talk show, you know the the next thing is is to continue to push forward. Continue to give you guys what you want. Um, Maybe me be more diligent as far as asking you guys. Maybe here you go. If you're on Facebook or Instagram Live right now, put in the chat, where would you like to see me do the next live performance of the Talk That Talk Show? Jeff, put it in the Facebook chat. Vitamin Z, put it in the Instagram chat. You know, put it in, guys. Tell me. Pause. (laughs) Wait, pause. But no, right in the chat, where would you like to see the next live performance of the Talk That Talk show uh, be recorded at? Um, before we get off the air here, I want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. Shout-out to VW Liquors located in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Let's go, Mets! Let's go, Mets! We always do that for Dave at the end of the show. He's also a big Knicks fan, and we want to give a big, big uh, get well soon to Alex Burke, who seemed to have gotten COVID. Um, he's not going to be playing in the game tonight. So, you know, we, want to, we hope and wish him a, a speedy recovery. And I saw a quote, I think it might have been from Bomani Jones, but it was something that, like, you know, with the way the athletes come back from, you know, COVID and everything like that, it's almost like we're so um, – how could I say – It's almost that we're so used to these guys coming back that we don't think about the lingering effects or what happens to these guys after they get COVID. And here you had, I think it was Jason Tatum who says... Even before and after games, he still needs to use the inhaler based off of what he contracted with the COVID. So, you know, I just hope that those long term effects don't happen to Alex Burks and even to our friends and family at home and people that do get affected with COVID. You know, make sure you check on them, see if they're doing okay, uh, see how everybody's doing. And I think the major thing about that is just, like I said, not taking for granted, you know, the fact that how important or how big this COVID thing is. All right, so guys, again, even if you don't have COVID, if you do have COVID, it's good that the NBA is taking these protocols or taking these things into precaution so that, you know, if you are exposed, that you are taken out. of the I think even earlier with Brooklyn, we saw that KD was around some people, so they had to, you know, take him out maybe mid-game. So, you know, I think that it's good that the NBA is taking these precautions and making sure everybody is safe. And especially other leagues, again, like I've said, like the MLB, like the NFL, you know, they could take hopefully pages out of the NBA's book because out of all the leagues that have been affected by this, the NBA has done the greatest job, I think, in my opinion, of handling this COVID uh, resolution and, and things that have been happening. So once again, shout out to our sponsors, VW Liquors. I also want to give a shout out to Air We Are, um, Sky Dye. My boy Savion's doing big things over at Skydye Socks. Um, he did the, the shirt for my OG uh, one long sleeve for the 100th episode. Um, that blue and orange was absolutely fire. Also want to give a shout out to my boy Joe Snow and Maria over at New York Life, um, helping people to get their financial freedom every single day. And then also, finally, to my boy Timmy Hugel over at Ink Parlor. Um he helped to put my OGs into motion. And if you guys are helping try to get your merchandise popping, please hit him up over there and tell him Barry sent you. All right. But that's it, guys. This is the hundredth episode. I mean hundred and one episodes in the books. Uh, Please keep tuning in subscribe on YouTube, right? How many of you guys are subscribed on YouTube? Please check us out I'm I'm, I'm so close to 100 subscribers. Let's see if we can all get get to get me to 100 by the end of the night If you're not already go to talk that talk show on YouTube and subscribe. All right, how many of you guys have checked out our, our website? Go to TalkThatTalkShow.com. We got a whole website, guys. You guys continue to send me pictures. You might find yourself on the website. So go tune in. Check it there. We got uh, episodes from from the past. We got YouTube clips, pictures. Go check us out at TalkThatTalkShow.com. And if you've done that, if you've done YouTube, subscribe. If you know that we have a website, try and leave a review, guys. Leave a review on our videos. Comment in. Uh, guys, I'm, I would do the same for you. Uh, one of the things that my mentors have said to me is that, you know, we can't expect people to do for us if we don't tell them what we need. So I'm telling you all what I need from you out there, along with uh, tuning in each and every week. So please continue to believe in me. Um, and, and I promise to you that I'll continue to deliver a uh, deliver a quality podcast each and every friday eight thirty. talk that talk show this is more than just a podcast guys it's a lifestyle and i and i'm a living proof of that all right i love you all uh keep believing in yourself and you know above all you know just stick to those core values stay positive stay humble and stay ready all right love you all this is the talk that talk show and i'll see you next week